This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this podcast is sponsored by Empower Your Reality. Empower Your Reality is a company that I founded that is going to be transforming the world. Um, It's a conscious-based online school, and we also offer one-on-one coaching, group coaching, multiple online classes, online retreats, in-person, eventually it's going to be coming out. Um, We also have a line of books that we do. Right now, they're only being written by me, but eventually we're going to be adding other people onto the publishing site so that we will be publishing their books, and we look for specific authors to help us on our journey as we go through this. You can find out more information and follow us on at empoweryourreality.com where you can get copies of a book uh, first few chapters for free and so much more so go check that out at empoweryourreality.com thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show what up everyone this is dr rick and you're listening to the mindful experiment excited to 
be here and share this topic with you. It's a topic that um, I find interesting. I got into belief systems whew, um, probably 12 years ago, give or take. I was, I was going into the end of my chiropractic schooling, and I remember I was studying belief systems, trying to understand the power behind it, wanting to know how they were constructed, and then I, from a spiritual side and how it affects your reality, and then I took that into psychology, I took that into um, different aspects of the mind to truly understand how does a belief system blind us, how can it support us, how can it destroy our life or even empower our life, and what I found out is through that, when it comes to belief systems, we all have them. We all have them. I wanted to know where it came from. I always heard the story, you know, the kids, children are born in this world pure, and then it's the adults in this world that damage them or taint their color is a word I like to use. Um, and it's, it's the essence of what that means. And don't take that out of context. Don't, don't take that to be harsh. Um, I'm just saying that we belief systems are built up. We're, we're conditioned, right? Fear is something we learn in life. It's not something we have. Um, and so when you look at, you know, a belief system, you have to take it to this premise first. And the first premise is, is what is the culture? What is the, what is the family dynamics? What are your people around you? The, the community, the state you're in, the ethnicity you're in, the religion, all, there's so many different programs that are built in to give you a belief system of how life works. I grew up in this aspect, I even I talk all about this in my book called Rediscover Your Greatness, where I talk about the programming of the mind and the programming of how you see things and how it, it gets infiltrated into you um, over time and how you are conditioned. And then you be, it becomes a belief system to what you hold on to until you realize, and I'll get to this a little later, and how you can break a belief system like that. And then it just takes work to put into to, to make that shift everything to that. Now. Belief systems can come in many forms. You know, as I, as I said, I'm a rediscover your greatness. I talked about this in a walk in the dark. I, I've written two books where I talked about, um, I had belief systems in there a little bit more in the first one. And I talked about my limiting belief systems when it came to money um, and how, or my, 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 my mindset was that I had to do either things big and huge or wasn't worth it. Or when it came to um, working, I had to bust my behind. It didn't matter how hard I worked. I had it, whatever it was to get to the goal. It didn't matter. Now, that's a good thing to have, but you can, you can see that if you are killing yourself slowly, what ends up happening is you're going to come into burnout. You're going to get into overwhelm. And it was interesting. I saw cycles of it constantly coming up. And I did. I was taking care of myself two, three, four times better than what I was before, thinking, oh, I'm just not working out enough. Maybe I'm not eating as well. Maybe I'm not doing the right diet as well. Maybe I'm not meditating enough. Maybe my, my, my hour and 30 minutes morning ritual needs to go a little deeper. And so I would change things up because I didn't like feeling overwhelmed. I want to be on my A game all the time. I don't want to be burned out. Because what happened is my business will blow up and then it'll come down. It'll blow up and then it'll come down. And it was very frustrating. And I had to really challenge things. And I made decisions where, you know, in my business and in other things where I was like, you know what? I'm going to test out this belief system. I'm going to challenge this belief system. I want it to be something different. And I challenged it. And what's always amazing about a belief system is that when you challenge it, you're going to get uh, a, an opposite reaction to that, right? Before I forgot the... A force that it has to go out equal comes a force come back in. I'm, I'm blowing blank on what that is. Ugh. But anywho, it, it's one of those things where you have this, this, this counter force cause effect going out and back, right? And so what happens is, is that you're going to have people maybe get upset with you. You're going to have people challenge that because that's just all part of the programming, part of the conditioning that you've shared to others of what you accept or how you accept either verbally, 
action-wise or energetically. You're, you're expressing that out into the world. And the beautiful thing about a belief system is no belief system, belief system is 100% truth. Again, no belief system is 100% truth. It's only true to you, right? I was doing studies. Uh, I remember I've talked about this before. I talk about it in my book. Um, when I was, um, I, I did ayahuasca, okay? And that is an experience in itself. Maybe one day I'll do a podcast to share that. Right now, it's the big fat thing. I'm hearing so many people talk about it. And so many people are, you know, oh, you got to do it. It's a life-changing thing. And they're taking it as like a medicine, which it is plant medicine. But in the essence of like, I have this, so I'm going to do this to take care of this instead of, hey, what's this going to teach me? How is it going to help me? You know, what is my intention with using that? And there's, I think there's a huge issue with that. And there's a huge problem with that. But for me, it was a radical shift of what I needed to see in my own self, because I grew up through the Catholic religion, Italian, Roman, Catholic, um, massive fear of death massive fear. And it's very heavy. It's most heavy and most, I mean, most humans fear death. And, but it was one of the things in my family, I just felt like it was extremely heavy. Like it's, it's something that we don't talk about. We don't discuss. And it's just something that's it's a, it's a factor that's like that. And it, 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 ayahuasca had me die. Like not literally, I didn't, my heart didn't stop or anything. I went through the experience of what it is, but I had to go through that experience in order to understand the myth to understand how it's not what you think it is. The constructs in my mind aren't true. And it was fascinating because it took me on a whole massive journey. But in that three-year journey of what it took me on, I started studying afterlife. I started studying spiritual, uh, you know, um, the afterlife, near-death experiences, reading tons of books on it, soul blueprints. I started getting in massively. I wanted to know who we are as a soul. I want, I dove, it took me through rabbit holes and so many different things. And I spent three years and three years for me is like 10 years from on the average on some people, because I read, I read, I can't even tell you how many books I was reading, how many videos I was reading, how many blogs I would get into. So all my free time I was spending there because I really wanted to grasp and understand these things. And what was fascinating, what I found out is when I started to get more into belief systems, um, different mediums would channel different spirits and they will talk about how belief systems are actually, um, they hold true in your life now. And they also hold true of what you think in the afterlife. So however you think you're going to die or whatever the transition you're going to go through and what you truly deep down believe in, you will experience that until you realize it's false. You'll experience it until you finally say, wow. And there's a great book. There's a lawyer that read, written a book and he, his name, um, I forgot the name of the, the, uh, the author, but it's called the proof, proof of heaven. And it's a fascinating book. I'm not going to take it away from anything, but it's kind of that process. He, he thought that after you die, that's it. There's nothing else. And he ends up having a near-death experience, right? And all of a sudden, and I don't know if it was a lawyer. I'm getting this mixed up. It might have been a neuroscientist, but whatever. The name of the book is called Proof of Heaven. It's been a while since I've read it. But long story short, he had this belief system that once you die, that's it. And then afterwards, um, it's just the end of it. So when he went through that near-death experience, he saw what, what happens when you think that's just it. And then he talks about his experience when he changed his gears a little bit and realized what he was actually thinking it was was not true. And there was actually a whole different world out there. And he he'll walk you through it in the book. And it's actually a great book. I, it's very light. It's not too in-depth. I've read some other ones that are extremely in-depth. Um, but it's one of the things where it, it's just fascinating when it comes to belief system. Now, why am I sharing all that information for you. Well, I always like to bring things full circle. So I like to give you a backstory that's going to connect the dots into this story of your belief systems.
in society today, what I've noticed, and I'm be, my my other side. If you guys know me on the podcast, I'm a uh, my transformational mindset coach, uh, and I do. I'm an author, you know, and speaker, and all this. But I'm also a pediatric chiropractor and family wellness chiropractor, and I've been uh, studying pediatrics, fertility, pregnancy, probably for the last four years, uh, four or five years, and really diving deeper. And I'm, I actually shifted my whole practice um, to really focus on that because I didn't like that massive rise in chronic illnesses um, that we we're seeing in children. Now, with all that being said, one of the things that in, in my, my, my processes with COVID and everything that we've been experiencing, it, it blows my mind um, where people will accept and believe a narrative even when someone shows them raw data that goes against it, okay? That's how powerful belief systems are. This is what I've learned through psychology and things that when you challenge someone's belief system, they're going to, it's going to trigger them to react. It actually creates survival mechanisms built into them because you're like, no, my ego, this is my world, right? And so this is my world. You're threatening it. Not okay. You are the issue. And then there comes name calling. There'll be a troll, ignorant, whatever it is. I've been called many names. And if you guys know me, I'm not a troll. Uh, I, I don't care about I actually had to research what troll was a couple times or read the definition of it because I'm like, what the heck is a troll? Um, I mean, I know what trolls are. I have trolls on my pages. They'll just make a comment. They don't back it up. They keep saying things, but they don't back it up. To me, that's a troll. But long story short, I've seen it. I've seen it many times. I've uh, I've seen it in the community. I've seen it on social media. I even, uh, I, I, there's a there's a local newspaper in our, that I used to write for. It's online. And they're always pushing the fear. So I'm always sharing the other side of the story. Or they'll share a portion of the story and they'll share the other side and I'll share the whole thing to say, hey, here's all the data that you don't know about. Why don't we start talking about that? Let's have a discussion with that. Uh, have me come out or have, don't take me, go find, you know, I can, I'll share with some medical doctors. But what I've learned in this process, and it's just, again, it's something that you look at and see, and, and it's when you go after someone's belief system, um, or if you challenge their belief system, they will repel you and they will throw names at you, right? We try to teach our kids, and this is what it, this is what gets to me, is we try to teach our kids to be nice, kind, consider, you know, don't name call, don't do this. But then as adults, we do it all the time. We do it all the time. I, I mean, just go on social media and look. Look at people who are on the opposite end of some of your viewpoints. If you're a Democrat, look at what Republicans say about Democrats. If you're a Republican, go look at what Democrats are saying about Republicans. Or you want to make it easy if you're in the United States, just look at how polarized people think of Trump, Donald Trump. Um, and you, there's just so much polarization. And if you're on one side, hey, we're all happy. If you're on the other side, you're the enemy. You're this. You're that. I can't believe you're doing this. I mean, I see it time and time again. And these are just belief systems and narratives that you believe to be true, but they're not. They're just a belief system. That's it. What that means is that it's not true. It's only true to you, right? And you may say, no, that's not true because look, I have this many people to back it up. That's social proof. Yeah, that's social proof, but it's still just a belief system. It's just a culture now believes it. And just because a culture believes it doesn't mean it to be true. And that's where we have to start challenging. And when I work with clients, when I work with entrepreneurs or clients in general, when I'm working with them, this is stuff we're trying to break down, right? The paradigms, the layering. Well, doc, this, I, I remember being a chiropractor. I, I studied a majority of the most successful chiropractors. I tried to get my, learn about them, ask them questions, visit their office, study them as much as I possibly can. 
And I was like, great. That's what a successful chiropractor looks like. Got it. Cool. Hired coaches to help me get to those levels and so much more. In my head, I always thought that was what chiropractor. I even had a coach used to tell me, you know, stop looking at the numbers. The numbers don't determine your success. You do. And it was very hard for me to comprehend the difference because I'm like, that sounds great and cute, but here's the facts, right? Because I was so hooked on my numbers telling me how successful I am. And then it took time for me to break down these layerings in programs. And I started to realize that actually success means is different for everyone. And I didn't have the success of what I determined it to be, right? I wasn't clear on my vision of what success meant to me, right? My book, Rediscover Your Greatness, chapter three, I talk a lot about um, words of the fabric to your reality. It's the title, the title of the chapter. And I'll talk about, this is why I'm very big in the words or how people say things. Um, even in my own office, when people say, hey doc, you're gonna crack me or you're gonna manipulate me or you're going to uh, you know, treat me. Those are, I go, no, 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 I adjust, that's all I do. And they're like, wasn't well, the same thing? I'm like, no, it's vastly different. Um, the words you're using is medical and physical therapy. Physical therapists use those words. Um, we use adjust. And some people say, well, it's the same thing. And I'm like, no, it's a big difference, but you know, that's fine. Just understand that I'm adjusting and it shifts the nervous system, right? Some people say it's semantics, but it's not. If you really understand words and the vibration and the frequency and the context of what, or the content of what they mean, then you'll understand that words are very powerful. That's why I am 100% not a fan of sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. I disagree. Words can affect you for your whole entire life. It's like drinking a poison. Unless you let that go, that poison will reminisce in you and affect you and distort your health, your mind, and so much more. Just a simple word if you accept it. And so belief systems, right? These are these constructs that we have. And it's about repetition. Sometimes we build up these belief systems. This is how ego works. When it constantly sees a pattern over and over and over again, it says it must be true. And so then your body accepts it as truth or your mind will accept it, accept it as truth, right? This is how media works. Media has learned and, and hammered this and, and really learned this process. And this is how it can control the masses' minds and get you to believe into something because they say something loud enough and they say it very long enough and they use the same words. Go study it. Look at all the news outlets. You will hear, I've shared this many times throughout my career where I'll be like, here's how they program you. I'll share a video and they'll show news outlets popping out, reporting, and their verbiage is exactly the same. Different outlets, all verbiage is the same. Because again, it's how it can program a community or a society to a certain viewpoint or direction. Now we have vast polarization in news outlets where you have one side that's vastly um, <clears throat> talks about things to support their ideas and their agenda to fulfill their party or whatever affiliation they are, political or whatever movement they're going to. And then you have the opposite that do the same thing. And so we really don't have news anymore either that really shares concrete straightforward news like it was 50 60 years ago and so we all have to look at this and what i'm what the reason why i'm sharing all of this information i know i'm coming at different angles i will tie this all together but the reason why i share all this is because you have to really challenge your belief system you have to keep them in check it's very easy for them to slip in I mean, I've been caught into what I call echo chambers. Um, it's happened to me before where I'd be tired of like, you know, I, I share something. I'm mostly that guy who's going to share the message that is not the most popular message, but I have tons of data to back up what I'm saying from reputable sources when it comes in the health world to start to shift gears. My whole idea is just, hey, listen to their story. Take your own consideration of what you want to think, but just look at the other story. And you have now the opportunity to look at that and really evaluate it for yourself. But what most people do is they shut it away. Most people will be like, mm, that's not true. Oh, that's false. That's fake news. And it's like, hold up. You didn't even read it. You didn't even look at the data. Look where the source comes from. 
Look who's sourcing it. Look at the study. Read it. You'll see that, wow, this may go against your belief system, but what if there's a partial truth that you're wrong? Right. One of the things about me when I share stuff, and I've done this with my mindset coaching, I've done it in chiropractic and health and so much more. If I share something and I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I'll learn from it and I'll grow. I know that it, it, it's information that I'm not perfect, but I do as much due diligence as possible before I say something. Uh, I grew up in a culture that would mock you, make fun of you, shame you and guilt you if you were wrong or said something quote unquote stupid, as we used to say. Um, and so what I did for a defense survival mechanism is I gained as much knowledge on vast amount of things. And I never wanted to feel that way again. I remember how many times it would bother me. I would be sad. I cry about it. I get upset about it. Try to talk to my parents. They couldn't understand. And it was one of those things that would just make it worse. And then it came a point where I'm like, you know what? Enough's enough. It's just like growing up. I used to, my mom was, she's in fitness and she does yoga still. And what's fascinating was this, I used to get hit a lot, like not from my parent. Well, my mom used to beat the crap out of me. I'm Italian. I deserve it. It was all worth it. <clears throat> but, um, but the same token was when it, when it came to like, you know, just older cousins, uncles, you know, it was one of those things where it, it was like our way of saying hello was giving us the tough love, right? Men, we got to give the tough love. We can't give a hug. So, Hey, how are you doing? And so after a point, I got tired of that. So what I do, I bulked up. I started working out, put on a lot of muscle mass, and being in great shape is very important to me, still is to this day. And it's one of those things where, again, culturing, responding, re reacting to it. And um, it's one of those aspects where we have to really take a moment and, and, and challenge these belief systems. Because guess what? You could be wrong, right? I thought, man, people always want to do this, so I'm going to be bulked up so I don't have to worry about people doing that anymore. Now, when I got to that point, then it was like no one was doing it anymore. Then I'm like, what's the point, Right. So if I didn't alter my belief system to something different, um, I would have stopped working out and not made it a value. But instead I said, wow, actually I work out for me, not for others. And I work out for my health because I want to be active. I want to be enjoying my time with my kids and my family up until the latest age. And then the moment I can't be active anymore, I'm done. Knock me out of this world. And so that's where, you know, these belief systems we have to challenge. Belief systems on money, belief systems on success, belief systems on being wealthy, uh, belief systems when it comes to owning a business, belief systems when it comes to relationships, belief systems when it comes to parenting, belief systems when it comes to medical stuff. I mean, I can go on and on and on. You have constructs and building of belief systems in so many ways. And you're programmed the condition. We all are, even myself, I'm programmed. And I work my tail off to break these programs down or keep them in check. So that way I'm not buying into a belief system. I'm buying into something that I, a belief system of others, I should say. And instead it's a belief system of myself that I believe this is what's going to matter to me. I believe this is what's going to be. And these are my rules. Here's my codes. Here's my stuff that I believe. And this is how it's going to go. And I invest 100%. I believe and have all the faith in the world, not a faith of hope, but a faith of knowing that that's how it's going to be. And then I, do the work. You do the work, right? Because here's the thing about belief systems. This is how powerful you are. You have a belief system that you've been holding on to for 20, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, maybe your whole life, okay? You've held on to this belief system for so long. You've given it so much power. You already know how to give power to a belief system. All you have to do is switch to a new one. If you don't like what you have, change your belief system. It'll change a lot. There's layering effects to that too that help support to build that belief system in. But if you do the work, when the work means is changing your vocabulary, seeing things and having faith and know that this is what it is. Know that you're going to have resistance to this because you're making a change. Have the faith and be persistent and consistent and you know that eventually you'll get there.
do the work, pick out your own belief system. That's the beauty of it. There are no rules in life except the rules that you create. Same thing goes with belief systems. And everything based on, if we really look at this, this game, this experiment, the matrix, whatever you want to call it, everyone has a belief system and none of them, none of them are true. They're only true when you give it power. And it could be good or bad. It doesn't matter. Limiting or expanding doesn't matter. You are the one who gives it power. And when you give it power, it actualizes into reality. And you can choose a belief system that many have, or you can choose a belief system that none have. And the ones that believe in a, have a belief system, for the most part, you know, there's, some, there's, a, there's a fine line with this, but if you have a belief system that not many have, sometimes those are the ones that become the disruptors. Those are the Elon Musks. Those are the, the, um, um, the, the Bill Gates. Those are the Warren Buffetts. Those are the, uh, I'm going Blake, Steve Jobs, and, and, and many others, right? Those are the, the disruptors of their field. They massively transformed their field and, and the way we live and associate with life and so much more because they had a different belief system than what the narrative was. I remember when I heard um, Bill Gates, who I'm not a fan of to the certain point, uh, definitely don't like Windows, but long story short, besides my personal preferences, um, he had a vision back in the 80s that everyone, he believed that everyone would have a computer in their home. And people thought he was nuts. He was crazy. They can't afford it, right? Because most people are right here and they're not thinking into the future of what could be. And that was one of my faults in my life. And all of a sudden, look what happened now, right? And Steve Jobs, what he's done and so much more. So you have the power to shift your visions. You have the power to shift your belief system. So do that. And you already are doing it. But if you need any help, let me know. Now, I want to really quick take a moment here just to share with you guys before we wrap this up. Um, I got invited to speak at the Spirit Duality. It's online. It's a virtual event. There's tons of speakers. You can listen to me and my interview and many others all for free. It's 100% for free. It's a five-day event, 100% for free. After the event, they're going to have a special to where you can buy tickets for the weekend and you can go ahead and listen to a workshop. I'm going to be one that was chosen to do a specific workshop to help you. Uh, my workshop's all about duality, dealing with the darkness, right? And how can you use it as a tool? And I'm going to give you some things to uh, work with, to have, to go ahead and utilize um, to help you in your process with your life so that you can find, because I'm going to be sharing proven methods to help you find enlightenment by overcoming adversity. And we're going to get break down the barrier of how the dark and pain and resist, all this stuff is bad. And we're going to turn it around and talk about how good it is, how enlightening it is, and how it's going to give you the deepest wisdom possible. You can get all the dates and everything in the show notes below. I have a link down there. Click on it. Register. It's free, guys. Take advantage of it. It's really great. I just got done uh, doing my interview over a week ago, and it was really a great time to chat and share my spiritual journey as much as possible within 50 minutes. And so... It was a lot of fun. I know it's going to be an amazing event. I'm very honored and blessed to be a part of it. And I want you to be a part and get some great wisdom on duality because it's all about spirit duality and the duality of life. And you're going to hear it from so many different speakers. And again, I'm one of those. So check it out. It's in the show notes. Check it, that out. And again, as always, um, if this is your first time listening, please subscribe. It really helps out the podcast. We just hit top 52 in Israel and we're, we're looking to get back up on the charts like we used to back in 2019. Um, and it's only from your support. It's only from you subscribing, downloading, listening, sharing with friends, pay it forward. If you thought this was powerful, share it with your friends to help them get some deeper insight so we can all change our belief systems to a better 
better self, better. I like using the word better, just raising our vibration, raising our conscience to higher levels so we can experience more of the reality of what we desire. Appreciate you guys as always. Until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, Pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.